0: Welcome back to the World Live Broadcast. Let's begin in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. He's saying here that there is one body and one spirit, where and we have one hope of our calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. He's above all and through all and in us all. So he's saying here that we have the same Holy Ghost living in us as every person has the same Holy Spirit as each and every other person does. We have the same God. We have the same Father God as each and every person has the same one. Jesus Christ is the head. Each and every other person is a part of the body. There's not one part of the body that is not as important as another. Now, a lot of times we think that we're not important at all and we have a low self-esteem. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Now, you might not think that God wants to use you, that you are not as important as somebody else. And you look at all the fivefold ministry gifts and you say, well, I'm not as important as they are and God cannot use me. But, you know, there's a, there's a place in the body of Christ for you. God wants to use you. And there are a a lot of different places in the church you can volunteer in or whatever. But you know, the number one thing that people need to do in the body of Christ is to go to the head of the church, the Lord Jesus Christ, and ask him what he wants you to do. He has a place for you. Now, a lot of times people will just go say, well, I'm going to volunteer here and I'm going to volunteer there. And we all need to volunteer in areas. There aren't, there's nothing wrong with volunteering, but I'm saying a lot of times God will call a specific person into a specific area to do certain things that, uh, that he uh, wants to anoint you to do and gifted you to do that. And if you'll seek his face and ask the Lord Jesus Christ what he wants you to do, he'll show you. He'll tell you. He'll say, okay, I want you to do this. You say, well, I didn't think I could do that. And he'll say, I I called you to do that. Well, uh, I, I don't know how I could do that. And that's one way that you can know. It's because he'll put that desire in your heart. But he will gift you to do it. And he will anoint you to do things. There are certain things that God will anoint you to do that you didn't think possible. Because it's not you anyway. It's the power of God in you. The Holy Ghost in you that equips you to do the work and he wants you to take your place. But sometimes we just go through life and go, well, I'm going to do this and do that. But, you know, if you will find out specifically what the Lord called you to do, then it will be anointed because he will give you the power to do it. Now, a lot of times people don't want to do certain things that God's called them to do and uh, they will avoid it but if you'll find out what god wants you to do he will give you the anointing to do it and it'll be a pleasure you'll enjoy doing it it will be uh, it will be something that you love to do now i remember uh we used to volunteer at uh, Rama in the children's department which god didn't really call me into the children's ministry but i enjoyed it i love going and teaching kids I love to watch their faces light up when you teach them the gospel. We'd do little skits for them and, and different things. And I'd put on a wig and we'd I'd act, uh, my wife Sherry, she would uh, uh, put on an uh, outfit or whatever it was. And then we would act like that part out that we were teaching. And oh man, the kids just loved it and they learned so much from it. And it was an area that we loved to do. But God didn't ultimately call us to do that. And I I seek the Lord's face on what he wants us to do. Then he said, okay, Ricky, I've called you to do this. And I want you to do it. And it took me a long time before I would ever got enough confidence. And he's going, Ricky, it's not you anyway. It's me in you that's going to do the work. You just have to rely 100% upon me. And I will take you to that place that I've called you to do and equip you to do it. And finally. Uh we got to that place and, uh, and, you know, it's such a pleasure to walk with the Lord and to know that you're in his will. And that's what he wants you to do as well, to seek his face, to find out the will of God, to know what part of the body that he wants you to function in. There are many different parts of the body that God can use you in. And uh, it may not be something that you think that you can do. And a lot of times... It's something that you uh, say, well, I don't know how in the world God would use me in that area. But he will because he's called you there and he'll equip you and teach you how to do it. Because the Holy Ghost will teach you. He'll teach you how to do things. Now let's look at Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 through 13. Now, a lot of times we look at the body of Christ and we look at, at the fivefold ministry gifts and we say, well, we're not as important as they are. And then the fivefold ministry gifts are very important because without the fivefold ministry gifts, the church would not be edified in some areas and uh, the church grow the way they're supposed to. Now, this is the responsibility of the fivefold ministry gifts. I want to read it out of Ephesians chapter 4, 11 through 13. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. And this is how the NLT, the New Living Translation. Christ gave to the church the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and pastors and teachers. The responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. The responsibility of the fivefold minister gifts is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ, to build them up. That's what I'm trying to do today, to build you up, to let you know that God wants to use you. It might be in a volunteer position in a church, and there's a lot of different volunteer positions in the church available for people that want to volunteer, or God tells them to, but seek His face and find out what He wants you to do. Verse 13, This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. That is what we are to ultimately reach the full standard of the measure of Christ, to grow up into Him. He is supposed to be our example. Now, if you'll study the Word of God and you'll find out that Jesus didn't do any mighty works until he was anointed by the Holy Ghost. That the River Jordan when John the Baptist baptized him. But when he did, when he got baptized, and that's when all the miracles and signs and wonders took place in his ministry. God equipped him. God anointed him to do the work that he called him to do. And God will anoint you and equip you to do the same thing that he, uh, that he wants you to do. But you know, one thing that happens is when he does do that, though, don't be lifted up in pride and say, you know, I'm just a child of God and God wants to use me in this area. But see, the, let's go back to verse 12. The responsibility of the fivefold ministry gifts is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to unity in our faith and a knowledge of, the, of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, We will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. He says that Jesus makes the whole body fit together perfectly. Now see if you are in the body of Christ and you're just going out doing your own thing, instead of seeking Jesus' face and say, Lord, I ask you to show me what you want me to do, and I'm going to do that only. Then what happens is you take that part, and you take your place, and the body of Christ starts growing, and you and you'll be anointed in that area. You'll flourish and grow in that area, and God will use you, and you'll say, I am being used in the part of the body of Christ that Jesus wants me to be in. And then what happens is, then when you do that, he will give you more and more grace. But we can't be lifted up in pride when we do that and say, Man, you know, look at me and look at me and look at me. No, you just say, I want to help other people come up higher in the body of Christ. I want to see more people be born again. I want to see more people be filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to see more people be healed. I want to see children come up and uh, have a knowledge of the truth of God's Word so that they'll know what God's Word says and not be blown about by every wind of doctrine that comes their way. And every time somebody comes in with a new doctrine, they'll say, that's not right. They'll know the truth and they'll take it, throw that in the dirt and say, "I'm uh, I'm not listening to that because it's not what God's Word says. And they'll be built up in the body of Christ and won't uh, go through life stumbling and and going through life not knowing what God's word says and they can live a life of victory. Now, see, it's so important. The the children's ministry is, too. It's so important in the body of Christ. But, you know, each and every part is important. Not one part is not important. You could be a person that just... um, It's called to pray for the body of Christ, to pray for the country, to do whatever God tells you to do. It it doesn't matter what he tells you. If Jesus tells you it's important, it's important because he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. But if you've got an arm where your leg's supposed to be or you've got a, a leg where an arm's supposed to be, you can't walk around very good, can you? Or if you've got your... Your fingers on your feet or your toes on your hand, they won't function properly. But if you'll find your place in the body of Christ and operate in that gift and do what God's called you to do, then you will be in perfect unity. It will help the body of Christ grow. You'll be more happy than you could ever think you could be. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, Please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the giving tab of our website, which is located at WACBA.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message.